Good morning, Delaware. Welcome to Off the Shelf. We're delighted to have you here. Uh, good morning, Nicole. Good morning, George. And uh, we are delighted to have as our guest today, Sarah Vowell, the author of Lafayette and the Somewhat United States, Unfamiliar Fishes, Assassination, Vacation, and several other books. And Sarah will be our guest at Ohio Wesleyan University's Chapelier Center a week from tonight, Friday, May 20th at 7 o'clock. Tickets are available. Sarah, welcome to Off the Shelf. Thank you. Now, I was looking up your town, oh. and before you start asking me questions, I want to ask about the Rutherford B. Uh-oh. Hayes birthplace gas station. Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> we knew. <laughs> I, was, I was planning to drive you by there. the most American name of anything I've ever heard. <laughs> well, let me tell you, uh, Rutherford B. Hayes was born uh, here in, in Delaware in a house uh, on a street, right, actually directly behind the library. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mm-hmm. house was falling apart uh, in the 1920s, and the old Ohio company wanted to put up a gas station there. They offered it to the city if they would move it away. City said, we don't want that white elephant, so they tore it down. There is now a uh, BP station, that, the successor to Ohio, on that lot, and a, a nice little plaque in front of it, and yes, it is the Rutherford B. Hayes Memorial Gas Station. We kept saying that we really need to have a, a facade built in front of the gas station, so you pull by behind the facade no, no, <laughs> Why would we do that? <laughs> we, we also have a... Ver- would, Midwesterners are honest, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> it depends. Um, you know, uh, we do have a nice statue. Well, I look forward to seeing that. Well, we have a nice statue of Hayes uh, at the, the main intersection in Delaware, and he's standing there with a top hat on his... Uh, he's holding it in his hand on his hip, and I've always wanted to take a stuffed rabbit <laughs> and stick it in the top hat because then he'd look like a magician. Mm-hmm. So I, I probably the, the mayor would not be happy with me for that. So anyway. <laughs> yes, I, I, just had to ask. That's all right. That's, well, we can't yeah. wait till you see it in yeah, person. We, 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 because really that's our only direct link to presidents. So mm-hmm. he, uh, he, mm. he moved away when he was fairly young, but he did become um, a member of what would have been the Board of Trustees for Ohio Wesleyan University uh, after his presidency. So right. anyway, just a, another. Vote. I have been to his, li- his presidential library. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have. Further north, yeah. I believe. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, mm-hmm. Uh, we are, we are. Oh yeah, I get around. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed that. Yes. Uh, in fact, I wanted one of my first questions I wanted to ask you is, how's Owen? Oh, my nephew Owen. Uh, he is. Um, he's actually a history major oh. at Montana State University. That's incredible. You I've, had some influence. Yes, I. I, I just. Yeah. I loved it when you would talk about on the travels how Owen and your sister Amy were to, with you on some of these travels, and I kind of watched him grow up through the books, uh, from being you know just the crying baby to being somebody who could actually have a conversation about some of these things, and, and then well the, the times when he was just like, oh, not another dead president. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, and I. Uh, I hope. Yeah, I can take a little credit for that, dragging him to you know. Colonial Williamsburg and the palace in Honolulu and all that stuff. So <laughs> those are some pretty yeah. nice places to be dragged to, actually. So yeah, if my aunt Sarah was taking so. me on on trips, I'd be like, sure. Yeah, my <laughs> my parents took me to Detroit on vacation. So I mean, what what did they know? So <laughs> well, I've also dragged him around the third world. You know, <laughs> I one I remember at one point when he was a teenager, he was like, "Do you think this year we could go somewhere classy?" <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> We are going to Laos. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, Sarah, I'm really interested in always the the research methods and things like that. And I was thinking about, you know, the 1770s and primary sources, and they were a bit more focused then because not everyone had the education to write or the means to send correspondence and then have it held on to. But today, everyone has Yeah, literacy. Right. It just makes everyone's job harder. It did, right? <laughs> you know, you only get so many points of view. <laughs> but today yeah. we're more literate and we have more places to spew our opinions. So what do you think about future historians and their their primary sources and what they're going to do with everything that we've said today? Well, there, I think those social historians who, you know, chronicle what people used to eat, mm-hmm. I feel like they're covered. <laughs> like Instagram has them covered. Um, I mean, there's just, and it's not just the technology. I mean, people are just, I will say this, people are more forthcoming about everything. And that now, and that's certainly happened even in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, I have a great uncle who he, he left town in the 40s. Everyone thought, oh, maybe Luther just went to Texas. Then when he died, turns out he was fighting in the Pacific. Oh, my gosh. Uh, never mentioned it. Uh-huh. Wow. You know? So um, that kind of thing, uh, this generation, they will, they will not be following that example. You know, I mean, people are just uh, much more open and honest about I guess everything. <laughs> well, I'm somewhere in the middle, personally. I'm not on social media. I I think books are an anti-social medium, and that's why I like them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about this because, you know, we, we don't know how the, the average farmer in, in Pennsylvania felt about the Constitution when it was mm-hmm. being written, but we're going to know how... Millions of people felt about Roe versus Wade being overturned, for example, because of you know social media. So I just think historians, cultural historians, and, and social historians are going to have they're going to have a hard time. They're going to have a hard time sorting it all out. So, but <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, I'm, I'm interested in how you do do your research because they are amazingly well researched. You find out. I love the side trips, for example, when you when you talk about things like in uh, Assassination Vacation, the long side trip into the life of Samuel Mudd. Uh, or about Robert Todd Lincoln and how he was sort of a presidential jinx for decades. Um, but well, I mean, Doctor Mudd—that's not really a side trip. He was one of the conspirators. Of course, I believe this mm-hmm. is a controversial subject. Yes, but, it you is. Know, he was one of the conspirators uh, who, uh, you know, originally they wanted to kidnap Lincoln, and then it turned into assassination. So, mm-hmm. but I do love—I love a tangent. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, sometimes you just need a little joy and right. I will follow that joy, you know, down a side road. I call them shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And um I used to work on this public radio show that liked that tight narrative structure. And I would, you know, often argue with my editor about like too many shenanigans, you know. But um that has, that's I why mean, I list, looked forward to your pieces on that show because you didn't follow a tight narrative structure. The others were a lot more predictable than yours, I can tell you that much. <laughs> well, I mean, books kind of lend themselves to that train of thought. But, you know, like in that book, I mean, one of my favorite side trips was to Oneida, mm-hmm. um, which was, um, you know, the 19th century 
biblical sex cult where <laughs> in upstate New York, where it turned out the Garfield assassin spent a little time, Charles Gateau, mm-hmm. his nickname there was Charles Get Out. <laughs> you know, that's where the term free love comes from, but that, that didn't necessarily apply to him because apparently the sex had to be consensual. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, that was just like, just, I mean, we're kind of joking about it, but he, like, it was a fascinating place and, and, you know, life was, could be very restricted, especially for women. And a lot of people went to that place, you know, for their idea of freedom. And, um, I mean, I kind of learned that from my local tour guide who was a retired high school American history teacher. And, you know, one thing I love about going out there into the field in America, I mean, I do try to read as much as I can and read as many primary documents and go to archives and all that. But there's um, like my policy is also ask an old timer, you know, because (laughs) there is something about the people there in these places and they have so much more of a connection and they've thought things through and, you know, there's also like hometown pride and just, you know, having someone on the ground show me around can be really educational and entertaining sometimes. Well, I think you're going to have that opportunity here when you visit the Meeker house, if if Mm -hmm. we, we make that time work out because we have a couple of local historians who love showing that off. It was one of the original settlements in Delaware County. And, uh, I think you'll, you'll find it interesting. It's part of our Delaware County historical society. Uh, I mean, I'm from Montana, so what? What you're like early 19th century settlement, right? Yes, so, yes. You know, yeah. I mean, I guess probably around that time, maybe Sacagawea was walking through my front yard, but <laughs> not. She didn't like stick around. <laughs> yeah, for some reason they they got here to Delaware County and they stayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, mm. and in fact, a, a lot of people from New England. We have a a big development going up where we're putting a new library that's called Middlebury Crossing. And I found out a week ago that the reason it's called that is because a lot of the people who settled Delaware County came from Middlebury, Connecticut. Very I see. Yeah, those New Englanders, they also got around Boy, and, and left quite a paper trail. And they love leaving their names everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, know, my the, God. The, those the, people would have loved Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> like the New England Puritans. All they were was verbiage and anger. <laughs> well, yeah, the wordy pilgrims. I mean, that's the, the 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 whole thrust of that book, right there. So. After making it overseas, I would want to tell all the stories too. I would too. I yeah. made it. Oh, I'm alive. Yeah. I'm here. I'm d- I'm done throwing up. And mm. now, <laughs> I and I'm going to name yeah. I'm going to name this mountain and that river after myself. You're and darn I'm gonna tootin'. Name, and I'm going to name this right. little plot I just of land. Remember, yeah. like um, one of the like highlights of my career was getting to hold John Winthrop's diary in my hand. You know, wow. he was the first governor of. Yes. Um, Massachusetts Bay, and, and he was the city on a hill guy, and, and he, you know, and then, um, like, he was writing that sermon, but also he was in charge of logistics and, you know, his grocery list, and, <laughs> and then, then I guess a bunch of stuff spoiled, you know, and there's this line in his journal where he says, we have lost much to bad cast. <laughs> <laughs> So it really makes you appreciate, you know, Tupperware. I don't know. 
<laughs> or those big tins that popcorn come in. Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing gets into those. <laughs> I just have a, a real quick question for you. And, and I, you've been successful in so many different media, in, in TV and in radio, podcasts, essay writing, movies. What, what is your favorite medium to work in? Um, but okay. I also like newspapers. I mean, for me, it's print. I, mm-hmm. I you know, that's just a more natural uh, medium for a writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, so, uh, when you do your income tax every year, do you put in writer as your occupation, or I mean, when, yeah. when somebody does as many things as you do, I, it just feels like you're, I that's mean, limiting. That's really, pretty much what I do. There are shenanigans, like, side hustles occasionally every few years, but that that's really just what I do. I mean, I'm, I do a fair amount of. You have to do a fair amount of yakking, so you mm-hmm. know. I right. mean, it's I'm an American writer, so. The, the books don't sell themselves. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> There's a lot of, ta- I mean, you're a librarian. There's a lot of talking people in the books involved yeah. in the book biz. You yes. know? Yeah, that's what we, we prefer to refer to that as reader's advisory. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds so much mm. less commercial that way. Right. But that's what yeah. it is. It's basically moving the product. So No, I mean, I, there, there are whole phases of my life where I'm just a traveling salesman, <laughs> plugging my wares. I don't even mind selling my books. At some point, you just if you're a writer, you just have to sell books. A book. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> any, any book. You know, get so, into it. So uh, just to, to make the point even clearer, we will have your books for sale at the, the Chapelier Center, thanks to our friends at Beanbag Books, mm-hmm. uh, locally owned bookstore that has been wonderful working with the library, and we, we sincerely appreciate them, them managing that for us. Uh, and I am so grateful to you for making time to, to meet with us this morning, and I'm looking very much forward to seeing you next Friday. Uh, again, tickets are available. Uh, go to the DelawareLibrary.org slash events, and you'll find the link to our page to, to order tickets. And do we still have the special going? We do still have a special going because we know of Sarah's affinity for um, students and learners, young learners of American history. If you have a student in your life who might want to come, you get a special $5 off when you email PR, which is public relations, PR at DelawareLibrary.org, <laughs> and you tell us your favorite American history teacher. There you go. Oh, that's so nice. So plugged <laughs> And pandering. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I tried. Oh, librarian. <laughs> so predictable. Yes, yes. So <laughs> we do our best. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, the trouble is, though, I'm, I'm, pretty much as bald as a bowling ball so I, I can't wear my hair in a bun but i do own cardigans so oh good yes yeah, so. i've got the bun and the cardigan covered right <laughs> so so we will be looking forward to seeing you next friday thank you very much sarah val we appreciate your, oh, my your being pleasure. here i'll and see you soon i'm looking forward to it thank you very much and so we will be back in just a moment to talk about some other things that are coming up at the library so stay tuned and welcome back to Off the Shelf. That's Mark Bingaman behind the board. We just had a lovely conversation with uh, Sarah Vowell, who is coming, as I, as I keep saying, and I'm going to keep saying it until next week's show. Uh, <laughs> she is going to come be here next Friday, uh, May 20th, at 7 p.m. at Chapelier Drama Center on the Ohio Wesleyan University campus. Tickets are still available at DelawareLibrary.org slash events. And we hope to see you there. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Yeah, So uh, Sarah's books are just unbelievably good. I have just loved, I'd, I'd read them all, pretty much all when they came out. I'd never read Radio On, but the others I've read. And going back and rereading them, they're just as much fun the second time around. There's fun little discoveries in there too. There's mm-hmm. there's literally a two-sentence um 
uh, offhand that she makes in Lafayette in the somewhat United States that talks about the church that I grew up in. And I was, <laughs> we weren't Quakers. She talks about Quakers for quite mm-hmm. some time, but uh, she gives a little side remark to the Moravians. And yep. I was like, I grew up in the Moravian <laughs> church. so. <laughs> and I grew up not far from Oneida, New York, mm-hmm. where the only thing left of the Oneidans is the silverware company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that was started by the Ohio, uh, the Oneida community, just like Amana, uh, Ranges and freezers and everything was started by the Amana community. Mm-hmm. It was their way of getting the money to, to keep the company, the, the business going, the, the religion going. All those fun sidebars. I love those. Her shenanigans. The I love that, that, that uh, title of them. So, And if you couldn't get enough of what we're talking about right now, next Friday, May 20th, it's going to be so much fun. It is going to be so much fun. So anyway, so we, we do have a few other things going on. We're also, uh, yeah, this, this weekend is just amazingly busy. Right. What was I was to say, we're also going to talk about what's fun today. Right. Today, <laughs> this afternoon at five o'clock. The Friends Book Sale uh, starts at the Delaware Main Library. The library itself is closed, of course, at 5 o'clock on Friday, but the garage will be open for the Friends Book Sale. And why is it that we're having a book sale this weekend? Well, because we're going to be flooded with people coming downtown for the Delaware Arts Festival, the 47th annual Delaware Arts Festival. It is so nice that we're all able to get together again. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that with the Friends uh, the Friends. I was thinking about it with the Summer Reading Club. I was thinking about it with... Sarah's, we, well, we've rescheduled Sarah, what, three or four times over the last even, two years? Yeah, I mean, all of the authors that we have coming this year were basically a result of reschedules that had been planned in December of 2019. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were very on the ball, December of 2019, getting our 2020 planned out, and then 2020 said, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> so you've, uh, we will have the book sale on uh, Saturday, too, as part of the Arts Festival right. from 9 to 3. Again, this is going to be just books. There won't be any DVDs or uh, the other uh, AV material because this is only going to be in the garage. So the, we have something else booked into the community room this weekend. So we could, we're not able to use that room for, um, for the sale. For the sale. Right. So. Well, one of the things that's happening at the library, and now this is, you know, if, we, if you're catching this on the replay, you're going to miss it. I'm sorry. But if you're catching us live uh, at the Delaware Main Library, one thing that we do in conjunction with the Delaware Arts Festival is the student art exhibit. Yes. And oh my goodness, it is so amazing. We have some really amazing teachers uh, who work with a team of volunteers who work with the library to get uh, all of their top students art into the library. It'll be here. You'll be able to see it today and tomorrow. And um, you'll be able to see some of the ribbons have already been awarded. Um, Even as staff, we have a little bit of fun and we award um, some of our staff favorites as well. There's a cute little, oh my gosh, like a ceramic axolotl that somebody has (laughs) made. (laughs) There's jewelry, there's all different mixed medias. um, And they, it it fills the entire library. And I kid you not, from floor to ceiling, front to back of this library. Um, So definitely stop by today and tomorrow. And And it's from... All the school districts we serve. I mean, there's Olentangy, there's right. Buckeye Valley, as well as Delaware um, Hayes. So there are uh, student artists from all over Delaware County. Just amazing. Much work. more accomplished than I could ever dream to be. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I've been doodling all my life, and I, I couldn't accomplish what 99.9% of these kids have done. Yeah. and But one of the reasons why you're only going to see it today and tomorrow is because we have big, big announcement next week. Do, 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 do. Delaware Main Library, we're going to be closed. But just for the week, it's okay. And it's really to make improvements for the entire community. Um, Our front sidewalk is...
is going to be ripped apart, and then we're going to be redoing the entire sidewalk. We're going to be putting in radiant heating, which we're real excited about. That's going to help uh, both our staff and salt and all that other patrons. It will make it so much safer. It will mean we won't have to throw salt down, which means where the salt won't be running off into the river. Mm -hmm. It also means that the salt won't be deteriorating the sidewalk (laughs) and the the stone along the the facade of the building Mm -hmm. uh, or being tracked in on the carpeting or the wood flooring. So it's, uh, it's it's a little more expense, but it is an investment in longer term, uh, the sidewalk living longer and also making it a lot safer. Also with us doing um, uh, carry out uh, curbside service, right. our staff also is running in and out more. Mm-hmm. And so we want to make it safer for them as well. We have, you know, uh, we average about 400 people a day coming in and out of the Delaware library. So trying to keep that safe is a big staff investment too. So we'll save some staff time as well. Yeah. So that uh, basically closes off our two main public entrances with that project. And so it's a safety concern. So the, the Delaware main branch will be closed um, basically all next week, Monday through Saturday or until the project is done. And uh, for that reason, um, we will ask you to um, just hang on to your items. You don't need to bring them back. We have extended your due dates automatically. Uh, our orange branch, which has been going undergoing some parking construction this week, is uh, going to be reopened by next week. So as soon as orange, uh, you know, reopens, Delaware closes, and so you'll be able to kind of swap. And if you really need to get into a library, we've got three of them that will be open. Exactly. And we're, we're trying to catch up on some of the uh, preventative maintenance that, again, COVID slowed us down, mm-hmm. the, uh, the rest of the construction work that's going on and in then Delaware winter. County. <laughs> oh, yeah, winter. Oh, that, that, uh, that's also <laughs> a problem. If you notice, we've also done the uh, seal coating and retopping of the Powell Library and the Ostrander Library parking lots. Mm-hmm. And uh, fortunately, we didn't have to close either of them down in order to do that work. But because the Delaware Main Library is going to be closed next week, our Tuesday board meeting will be online, mm-hmm. and you'll be able to watch the li- uh, watch the library board meeting on our YouTube page, which is at the DCDL, T-H-E-D-C-D-L. That's our YouTube page uh, where all of our library videos live. And so you can you can participate in the board meeting that way. We will be able to take questions that way for the board. If there are any questions or comments that need to be made to the board, we can do that that way. Um, we have the authority through June 30th from the state legislature to meet remotely. This is not something that is usually allowed, but uh, special legislation was passed a couple of months ago to allow boards uh, during the, the, the COVID uh, uh, outbreak to make sure that we could meet safely. So we're taking advantage of that in order to be able to Hold the board meeting as always, but just to do it remotely. It's certainly been helpful. That it is, sure has. For yeah. sure. Yep. I want to plug that uh, if you enjoyed um, our interview with Sarah, if you maybe read some of Sarah's books, um, on Tuesday, May 18th, we are having a, that's a Tuesday, right? No, it's Wednesday, May Wednesday, 18th. May 18th. Yes. Thank you. Uh, we're having a meeting of our Books and Brews, um, a special meeting. It's over the lunch hour, 1230 to 130. So if you're of the... Uh, inclination that you can have a beer over your lunch hour, then join us for a beer. But if not, they also have cold brew and, and hot brew. And they have terrific coffee there. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the company. Roosevelt. There. Roosevelt, that's how right. And how appropriate. appropriate. Yes, right? with, uh, <laughs> with, our, with our history maven coming on, on Friday. Yeah. But yes, we're going to be discussing assassination vacation at that uh, Books and Brews. I'm hoping to get there myself. And I will, one thing I did want to mention, if you enjoyed the interview with Sarah, if you, you whether you're coming or not, well, if, if you have any questions yeah. you'd like to ask Sarah, because I'm going to be doing the interview with her. I'm so thrilled. Um, <laughs> this 
It's just like, I want to do one thing before I retire. Yes. Interview Sarah Bell. <laughs> yes. I would have liked to have done Tommy Orange too, but I'm not going to make it for that one. But for uh, Sarah, if you've got any questions, uh, use that same email address that uh, that Nicole mentioned for the ticket discount. Mm-hmm. That's pr at delawarelibrary.org. If you have any questions, I'll be more than happy to relay those to Sarah and we'll ask them during the event. Mm-hmm. We will have uh, two microphones set up in the audience, so you will be able to ask questions on the fly. But this is a way of making sure uh, you know you get your quarter up on the jukebox before anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I know that reference, though. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad. <laughs> I, I, I realize I'm very old, but, uh, you know. No. No. You're just retiring this year. It's fine. <laughs> so. Anyway, we've uh, we do have a couple of other things going on. Not a lot. That, you know, we're we're in that little quiet period before summer reading club starts on May twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. But uh, we do have our homeschool book book club, uh, homeschool book club book. at Ostrander Branch Library. Uh, that's today, May thirteenth, at uh, one o'clock. That's a pre registered event. But this is a, this I love this this uh, homeschool book club because what this does is kids who are homeschooled. They they take a theme and they read books on it, depend, and it doesn't matter what level they're at, uh, you know, K through 12, and they report on a book. And they some of them do PowerPoint, some of them do poster sessions. It's just a lot of fun. It grows as they grow. And it does indeed. So anyway, busy week at the library. We are looking forward to uh, seeing you at the at back at Orange on Monday when we reopen, and then uh, – Hopefully Chapel Friday Lear. at Chapler Drama Center. So anyway, thank you, Nicole. Always a pleasure. Mark, it's always fun to have you behind the board. Thank you. And uh, we will see you in the stacks.